The following is a presentation of William Carey Athletics. Welcome to Crusader Talk, your home for all things William Carey Crusader Athletics. Now, here's your host, Ben Milo. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Crusader Talk. It's great to be back with you a couple weeks off, and we're going to talk some track and field today. We talked to Coach Hegstrom not too long ago. That was ahead of the indoor championships, and we'll fill you in on everything that uh, we need to catch up on there. Uh, we now sit down with uh, Coach Hegstrom. We're also going to talk to Coach Ryan uh, McKenzie as well, his uh, associate head coach. I'm very excited about that. We'll talk to him after Coach Hegstrom. So, Coach Hegstrom, thanks for being on again. Glad to see you. Hey, glad to be back. Well, Coach, uh, I said it right there. We last talked to you ahead of the indoor championships. Uh, so, just a, kind of a quick refresher, I guess, for the audience on what you uh, have done since then. The obviously really good showing in the indoor championships, a runner-up for the women, and now you've moved through the transition to outdoor. So, just catch us up there. Yeah, we're we're right in the middle of our stride for the uh, for the outdoor season and that campaign. And have uh, had a really good start to the season. Uh, obviously, brag on the girls and the guys for a minute from the indoor national championship. Um, but got a chance to get back up to, to nationals again with that group of um, really experienced group on the ladies' side and then and then six freshmen on the guys. And so really had an opportunity to um, broad spectrum here on, on both ends, but to highlight the ladies and then the guys get some really good experience. And so yeah. um, big, big shout-out to um, – to both groups and and with the guys, which was really excited about the future with that group, um, that men's four by four, um, all American and and doing a really good job there. They finished fifth and um, and we just ran really strong and in a tough field. Uh, that actually that field set the NAI record that that year this this last year for the the fastest time that's been run in that in that relay. And then in the uh, on the ladies side, um, you, you got to look at those those older ones have really put some work in and did some stuff. But um, you, you highlight one in particular was Joy Abu, um, you know, being uh, national uh, runner of the year for for the NAIA and then the MVP for the meet as well. Um, but just going out and setting the national record in the 60 hurdles and then turning around 20 minutes later, running the 400 um, and um, going and winning that title as well, which that that is not a normal double, and that is not yeah. something that you see done, and and just was really really cool moment. Um, but for for her to see that that was all her hard work she's put in, and all of them really was really exciting. Uh, but yeah, so so all that that book kind of bookends, and if you will, the indoor season, and then we're right into outdoor, and have had a great start to the season so far. Now you touched on it right there. You uh, last week, last weekend, last Friday and Saturday, you were up in Startville for the Bulldog relays, and we talked about the tough schedule you kind of you kind of put uh, for these girls and these guys, and you go uh, run against really really good competition and performed really well last weekend. How did you assess your team's performance last weekend? Yeah, I thought that we had some really good um, some good pieces, and and really for us, you know, that schedule is is key in setting up. Um, 
uh, the success long term for the season. And so we try to really be mindful of the workload early in the season. So as we were in Auburn two weeks ago, had some really nice things happen there. And then we go and we build on that. We, we might be in a different event or doing something different to kind of work through at state. And then we'll kind of, as we get to the end of the season, be able to kind of be a little heavier in our load as we kind of manage um, what we're trying to accomplish. And so, yeah, really, really good things that are happening. Um, and, and Coach will probably attest this in his group, especially with the jumpers this last week. We had a couple of pieces that have really started to put together some things because they've been working so hard. And, and that's such a technical event that you've got all these little aspects and you've got to really start to get things just just going at the same time. And, and his group has really been starting to pop some great things, which is really fun to see, just that hard work again kind of coming into fruition in a, in, in a meet. So it's awesome. Well, going into those places where you are competing against a lot of Division One schools, you know, bigger budgets, and they, they have a lot of stuff that you don't have as far as resources, all the be- bells and whistles and all this kind of stuff. It's got to be kind of fun to go up and beat some of those guys. It's all, yeah, it's always good um, to get a chance to do that. And, you know, we've, we've been blessed. William Carey is awesome. Um, with just one, the ability for us to go out and go to these competitions, one. Um, but two, the way we operate and what we have. You know, William Carey does have a lot of really good assets that, that help us to be successful and sure. against in any other school, be it in, in that recruiting process or in that competition. Um, we have a great home track facility where we can train and do those things. We've got um, great coaches. We've got great uh, training staff, academic advisors, all those things. And so all those things that you would say – Hey, you know, we're we're grateful for what we have because we we definitely have been given some really nice things to go out and compete against that. And again, like we've talked before with track, if you're fast, you're fast. And so it's fun sure. that it doesn't it doesn't matter necessarily the level um, where you're at because the competition's going to you're going to get the same opportunities right. with those things. So that's been really good for us. Um, but yeah, it's always good to see go out there and say, hey, let's let's put it on them. Um, and I'll I'll give you a, a quick one a story there, but. I've got one guy on our team as a sophomore this year, and he was uh, racing, and um, we, we did big, big PR for him in the 5,000. But he had a couple schools that um, that were in that race that he he wanted to look at out of high school, um, and they didn't give him time of day, mm-hmm. or and they or they said, you know, you can come on and just walk on or whatever, and he beat all the all yeah. guys on their team and he was like it's so just feeling good kind of like a little bit of hey i put the work in and sure and uh and i'm getting better and i'm in the right place and so that's been that's been great too well, now you'll head to birmingham not this weekend but next for the uab green and gold invite uh that's the f- the final meet ahead of the ssac outdoor championships what's the approach in that meet ahead of pursuing another conference championship confidence um we, we'll go into that meet really just working one or two things again um and just kind of getting a test run for conference and how we feel some things and testing some people out and maybe and, and making sure they're feeling really really good going into our postseason play which you know we'll start with that conference meet uh which we get to host in in about a, a month and then uh, and then go from there so but yeah just confidence and working through those those final um those final couple couple uh, opportunities we touched on it before uh either the last time you were here or the time before that uh, about what your coaching staff means to you It'd give you a chance to brag on ryan mckenzie here and you, you've talked about uh, what he means to this program what what does he bring every day uh, to making these athletes better and just kind of tying the whole thing yeah um again the coaching staff that, that has been around the program has been phenomenal from from Malcolm Diaz and then obviously coach McKenzie but if we're talking on coach McKenzie right here consistency is the is the big is the big word I would use yeah. um, this man's going to pull up every day a smile on his face uh, high energy let's bring it let's get better today um, and let's hold each other accountable to be successful and so 
when as an athlete, you should you should want that as a coach. Sure. You see that in a coach that every day there's a level of consistency, energy, and and positive attitude towards what we're trying to do, and that my coach is going to hold me accountable and my teammates accountable to yeah. what to what we're trying to do as as a program. And so, um, that is, um, irreplaceable. You can't you can't you can't like put a number on that or put a put a value on that because that just l- starts with the person and the energy and the attitude that they bring every single day. And so for coach, that's that's one of the reasons that we we especially when we were able to bring him on full time and elevate him to um, associate head coach was just that um, the level of consistency and his love for the athletes for the school and 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 just for what he's doing. Um, you got you got to make sure that. Um, it's valued, you know. Sure, yeah. All right, Coach, final question. We'll let you go. You've been at the reins uh, as the head coach of this program for 10 years now. What comes to mind when you think of the last decade here in Hattiesburg? It doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't seem, I don't know. You get both ends of the spectrum. Uh, sometimes it's like it's it's only been 10 years. Yeah. And it feels like just yesterday we were um, r- running around with, uh, you know, green and, and wet pine the ears still trying to figure things out sure and other days you, you you feel like you've been doing it for for 25 years yep like you coach night or something but but um it's it's been great and it's it's yeah. been unbelievable really to think that just the idea of adding track and field as a brainchild and you know 10 years ago to we've had five runner-up finishes and national championship and um you know like eight national mvps and all the, you know that that's been that's been great, and that's yep. a testament to one William Carey and to the student athletes that have put the work in and laid the foundation for the success, and then the direction that continues to grow. So it's been it's been really awesome. Been blessed in that. Well, coach, we're excited for the next ten years as well. <laughs> that's Coach Blake Hegstrom. Coach, thanks as always for being with us, and we'll see you very soon. Hey, thank you. We'll be right back to talk with Associate Head Coach Ryan McKenzie. We now sit down with our associate head coach of our track and field crusaders, Ryan McKenzie. Coach McKenzie, thanks so, so much for being on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, Coach, we, we touched on it a little bit with Coach Hegstrom about this transition from indoor to outdoor. We talked about it last time as well. But I'm curious, you kind of focus more on the horizontal and vertical jumps. Is there any difference there in indoor and outdoor, the way you coach and, and approach meets indoor and outdoor? Well, not I wouldn't say that there's a, a difference. Um, we kind of start indoor and we build the foundation. Mm-hmm. And as we transition into outdoor, we kind of still do some of the same things, but we look for a little progress there yeah. because it's kind of used indoor as a, as a builder up for outdoor. So sure. I wouldn't say that there's a big difference in training. Well, now you've you've been here, I guess, <clears throat> for most of the uh, 10 years we just talked about with Coach Hexstrom with this group. You've seen this program really grow. So since your time here at William Carey, how have you seen this program progress? I, li- I like to say I'm, I'm like the new old guy. You know? <laughs> yeah. I've been here eight years, but this is like my first year as the associate um, and first first year full time. Right. So just just the growth of, of um, being here, starting a program, um, Blake starting his program and me coming on right after it started, you know, it's it's been a big, big, big transition. And um like like also to kind of touch on some things Coach Blake said, just having that that um that bagging of William Carey and yeah. them them understanding, you know, as the program grew, we needed things and they were right there to provide us with those things like the track facility sure. and all that good stuff. Yeah. So seeing us grow from not having a track to a track and 
um, different caliber athletes that we're able to bring in now, mm-hmm. par se, than what we were able to bring in then. It's it's um it's a huge thing for us. Sure. Well, Coach, I kind of got your brag sheet in front of me a little bit, so I'll put you on the spot. In your time here, obviously, a lot of this goes to Coach Hexham as well, really just the entire program. But just the success is pretty remarkable. 22 conference championships, 37 national championship qualifiers. Just about every one of your athletes have seen personal best under your direction. You have been named uh, South Region Women's Assistant Coach of the Year six times, Outdoor National Assistant Coach of the Year, as well as a five-time nominee for NAI Women's National Assistant Coach of the Year for both indoor and outdoor track. So when I read a lot of those accomplishments and success out to you, what goes through your mind? It's like, wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, sometimes when you're living in it, you, you really don't think about it. And, you know, I, I like to tell my athletes all the time, you know, it's, it's their names just going in the book, you mm. know, and, and I'm only 20% of the success. You know, mm. they're 80. I, I, I tell them that all the time. Yeah. You know, I, I can take them there and I, and I can um, make sure that I push them to be the greatest that they can be, but it's their name. So sometimes when I hear that, I, I kind of shy away from it. You know, <laughs> sure. I, don't, I don't really like to brag on it, but, hey, that's, that's a pretty good resume there that you just read out. But um, it all goes to attest to the work that we put in as a coaching staff sure. and athletes coming in and doing what, what we asked them to do. And that I believe that's why I have been successful, and I believe that's why William Carey Track and Field have been successful. We work together well as a unit. I would say so, and, and you, I love that you keep going back uh, to the athletes. Obviously, that's the focus, and a lot lot of your focus as the associate head coach is recruiting particularly in state so I'm curious what what is the approach because you see you see a lot of you know Joya Boo is is a great example coming from not in state obviously she's uh, you know all the way from Nigeria and there are a lot of great track athletes everywhere and particularly in Mississippi so what's your approach in your recruiting philosophy well, the thing about the in-state, if I must speak on that for a minute, is um, I feel like I was one of those athletes that uh, Mississippi kid, yeah. pretty much um, from a smaller high school, East Marion High School mm-hmm. in Columbia, Mississippi, which is a 2A school, so I, I pretty much played all sports, and track was basically secondary for me, um, and as I as I got older in my senior year, I started to take it a little bit more serious, and I ended up with a track scholarship. And I fell in love with track and field uh, my freshman year of of college at Alcorn State University. And what I try to do is I try to kind of recruit the type of athlete that I think I was in high school. Hmm. One of those athletes that may have the ability and just don't know it. So we try to tap into it because Mississippi is kind of hard on track and field right now. We have um, we have a lot of great athletes. With, with hidden talent. So I try to find that talent. So that's like my philosophy. I, I go to these track meets, local, um, uh, Alabama, Mississippi, just just surrounding areas, and I try to find those athletes that I feel that just need to be tapped into a little bit. Well, I'd say it's worked out pretty well. One of those athletes, we've obviously talked about Joy Abu, and, and she is the, the example that jumps out. But on the, on the field side of things, Brittany Jones has also had a really, really impressive year in both the long jump and the triple jump, and um, is just really impressed across the board. What makes Brittany Jones so good? She's a hard worker. Uh, I mean, she's a really hard worker. Brittany came in, um, and like I said, she was one of those athletes that was pretty much an all-sport athlete in high school, and track and field was secondary for her as well. But she bought into the system, and, and she believed in me, and she believed in the coaching staff, and everything that we put in front of her, she wanted to tackle it. And i never forget to tell a story um, – we were her freshman year. We were at indoor nationals, and um, she she did she put a pretty decent jump out, and she finished ninth overall. So she didn't get the all American, mm. and she cried 
And she looked at me and she said, I'll be back. Yeah. And I promise you, ever since then, she's been back. So she, she worked her butt off. So um, Brittany Jones is a hard worker. Her personality is great. Um, she's just all around, all around, Yeah. if I must say so. So, yeah, that's that's what would come to mind. I would say hard worker. Sure. All right, Coach, final question, and uh, we'll let you get out of here. You mentioned your time at East Marion High School, also coached there and then at Oak Grove and uh, spent some time at Alcorn State as well. Uh when you look back at your transition from those three places, multiple places, to your time at William Carey, what drew you to William Carey? And you've been here for eight years, and you know I would I would say with my limited knowledge of college athletics and kind of how coaching industry works, it's it's pretty rare to stay at a place for a long time. So something's kept you here. I'm gonna guess. It, what has that been for William Carey? So I, I want to tell the story of what really brought me to William Carey initially. Mm. Um, and I'm, I'm going to say Coach Blake um, and an athlete that he had named Dominique Watts. Huh. So um, I was the head coach of Oak Grove High School at the time. And my time at East Marion, I also was a head track coach, and I coached this kid named Dominique Watts. Mm. So I left and took the job at Oak Grove, and I would still go back and help him with some things. He was a, a long jumper um, as well. And he called me, said, Coach, I, I got a scholarship to William Carey University. And I was like, great. So um, there was some things going on. He asked me, could I kind of show him some things while he was here at William Carey running track? And I was like, no, um, you know, I think I better let your coach handle that. I don't know about <laughs> that. So he kind of contacted Coach Blake and asked, would it be okay? So I showed up to practice. And Coach Blake was Coach Blake. He kind of made sure he stuck around to watch and made sure I wasn't doing anything that I wasn't supposed to do with the athletes. Right. But um, Nick ended up – and, you know, he went to nationals, qualified for nationals that year. So Coach Blake contacted me over the summer, and he asked me, what would, what would, I, what would I think about coming and being the jumps coach here? And um, we worked something out, and it's, it's where I'm at now. He's yeah. who was wrote. And just being here, and as I walk on campus here at William Carey, everybody is friendly. You know, everybody made me feel as if I was at home. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes when you feel at home, you don't, you don't really want to leave. Sure. So I've, I've been here those eight years, and like Coach said, it's, it's times where it feels like it's my first year. And it's times where it feels like it's my 20th year. So, sure. so I'm, I'm here, man. I'm bought in to William Carey University. I love what um, the, the campus is, is doing here. I love the people. And, you know, I just, I just love it. Yeah. You know, I don't see myself anywhere else right now. Well, Co Coach, we are very glad you're here as well. Coach Ryan McKenzie, everybody. Coach, thanks for spending some time with us. No problem. Thank you. That's Ryan McKenzie. We'll wrap it up on the other side of this. Highlighting William Carey Crusader Athletics. This is Crusader Talk. Now, back to the show. Putting the finishing touches on this episode of Crusader Talk. We'll look around the schedule at some of our other Crusader programs, what they have going on. It was a busy weekend on campus. Baseball had a three-game series against Stillman College. They swept all three of those games and will be on the road for the next couple of weeks. Softball also swept four games against Talladega College and Faulkner University. That's a Faulkner squad that was receiving votes in the top 25, so two big wins on Saturday for Coach Fletcher and his crew. Men's and women's golf are in golf stores as we speak, actually. We've got some uh, people over there out of the office, and Coach Mixon and his men's and women's group are currently in action I want to point you to carryathletics.com to keep up with that. You'll get all the updates on how uh, those tournaments are going. Day two is currently underway. Day one yesterday, 
The men uh, went into day two in third place, the women in fourth. So both uh, chances to finish atop of the standings for both of those groups. Our beach volleyball ladies and Coach Weldon continue their action in the middle of the season. Today, actually, they'll play two against Loyola University down in New Orleans. They'll also be in action this weekend in Mobile, Alabama, against three top 25 groups in Warner University. Weber International, who's the number three ranked beach volleyball team in the country, and Southeastern University, who's the number six ranked team in the national rankings. So that'll be a big test for Coach Weldon and her group. Baseball, as I mentioned, will be on the road. They'll be at Middle Georgia State up in Cochran, Georgia, for a three-game set against a number 16-ranked Middle Georgia State group who has been playing really well in conference action. Our softball ladies will take on the University of Mobile, unbeaten University of Mobile, ranked number sixth in the national rankings. Of course, Coach Fletcher and his ladies ranked number seven nationally. That is on Friday. We'll play a two-game set starting at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So hope to have you out to Joseph and Nancy Fail Field. If not, we'll have the stream, and I'll be on the call for that one. So be sure to tune in if you can't make it out to campus on Friday afternoon. Our men's and women's tennis groups will also be in action against Xavier down in New Orleans for a couple of matches against a really good Xavier group on both the men's and women's side. So spring continues to be really busy for our Crusaders. One last time, I want you to carryathletics.com to keep up with all the goings-on for William Carey Athletics. I want to thank Coach Ryan McKenzie and Coach Blake Hegstrom of our track and field groups for being with us today. As always, it is great to be with you. Great to have you with us. My name is Ben Milam. This has been another episode of Crusader Talk. Good to have you with us next time. Thanks for listening to Crusader Talk. Be sure to come back next week for another inside look at your Crusaders. This has been a presentation of William Carey Athletics. <laughs> <laughs>